0: Crosswinds family and friends, welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. I want to give a special shout out uh, to Elijah Merrill, our executive producer and Sheldon Boyce, our producer. Um, And I am uh, just wanting to draw your attention to our website at crosswinds.church. That's where you can find out more things about this podcast or anything uh, Crosswinds related. Well, I am very excited to have in studio with me our executive producer, sometimes co-host, sometimes host, the one and only Elijah Merrill. Elijah, thanks for being back in studio.
1: Of course. Thank you.
0: And then we have back with us the one and only Ryan Samuels, our student pastor here at Crosswinds extraordinaire. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> well, this is the year-end year end podcast, uh, last podcast of 2023. And so uh, I'm excited to be about talking about um, what the new year can mean for each of us, as well as we as Crosswinds, where we'll be venturing into a new series we're calling New Beginnings. And so uh, let me let me start there. So starting January seventh, uh, a week from this Sunday, if you listen to the podcast when it comes out on the Friday here, um, we are going to be starting this New Beginnings um, series where we're going to be really looking at growth and change. Uh, growth and change. Uh, what does it look like to have a spiritual growth plan? What does it mean to grow in Christ? What does it mean to grow into the person that God's created us to be? Uh, we're going to look at those topics. We're going to look at topics such as forgiveness and reconciliation, community and fellowship, and and on and on. God's Word, embracing God's Word. And so, I'm really excited uh, about this series after the first of the year. This idea of new beginnings, because the new year really does offer us. Um, new beginnings, an opportunity to to sort of look over our past year and review a little bit, uh, see where where God may be taking us. And I, I was thinking through um, Elijah, just the whole idea of the of the Jewish New Year, which usually takes place in September October because mm-hmm. of the, the difference in our calendars. But the idea of this um, Rosh Hashanah, right this this this, this time of of uh, the tradition among the Jewish people, commanded by God, but this tradition um, that it allows them to take, uh, just look at the year in review and and take some time and and reflect on what God has done and then prepare their hearts for what God still has in store for them. It's a a big time of of celebration uh, for the Jewish people. And for us, of course, the New Year is a big time of celebration for us too. I don't know how many people actually take time to to reflect on their past year then anticipate what God has for them in the year to come but mm-hmm. we as believers should definitely do that mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah i it's you know i think just about like over this last year for me and i've shared this in in multiple podcasts and even in person over the weekends and stuff but i you know this last year for me i've been on this journey of taking going through classes and stuff like that for for ordination and for licensing and so to be a pastor and I um, – I, that's, that's something that if I weren't – before beginning on this journey, if I weren't looking towards where God wanted me to go and what he had in store for me, I don't even – like I would have missed that call that he wanted for me to, to do, you know? So as I look back over this last year, it's like, man, I, I could not <laughs> – I was talking to somebody yesterday. I couldn't imagine being where I am today on that journey, let alone, you know what I mean, looking forward to what God has in store for me. And so I just I'm I'm so encouraged after having this last year of thinking about what what God might want to have in store for me next, you know. And um, again, I just I the awareness of God's call on my life wouldn't be there if I if I didn't take intentionality to try and listen to him and what he has in store, you know.
0: Yeah. You know, one of the verses that sort of sticks out to me is 2 Corinthians 5:17. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Uh, the old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And, and I understand that for those of us who are in Christ, that work has already uh, begun within us. In other words, we are a new creation, but we're also um, being created into that new creation. And, and sometimes it's hard for us to wrap our mind around that, that just, there's, a, there's a work that's been done in Christ for the mm-hmm. believer, that you are new. Uh, you have a whole new position. You're now in Christ. But then there's that ongoing work that takes place until we either see Christ face to face or we die, right? We're with Him sure. in paradise. Um, that work of becoming that person that He's created us to be that was marred by the fall, mm-hmm. but we've been redeemed by Jesus, filled with the Spirit and able to grow and become. And, and for me, that that speaks of real hope. You know, we talked about the series coming in as new beginnings, but I don't know what your year has been like or where you're at right now, but in Christ, from this day forward, um, you have a, a fresh new start. You know, The scripture mm-hmm. talks about the mercies of God being new every morning, and, and right now, uh, the mercies of God are new and fresh for you wherever you find yourself
2: to be able to take those steps that God's calling you to. Ryan, what do you think about that as we, as yeah. we head into the new year? Uh, any, I th- I think when I think about new beginnings, I think of any times that I've, I guess, metaphorically turned a new chapter or started a new chapter in my life, and no new chapter had begun without something before that resulting in a new chapter. I don't know if that makes sense. So like, so I'll just use a very tangible example of moving to New York, where we're at right now. We moved to New York because there was a situation that before we moved to New York, forced us, not forced us, but we chose to start a new chapter to move to New York when we planted a church. There was something before that that happened that led us to planting a church. So anytime I think of like new beginnings, I always come back to that reviewing or looking back on why you're in the situation you're in. I'm a big dude. So there's a lot of things that I would love to do to increase my health, to better my health. The reason I want to do that is because of the stuff that I've done in the past has affected me now. Um, And so like I guess you can take that all, and you can use it as a spiritual example. And um, first of all, I would say there's never a better time to start a relationship with Jesus than now, whenever you're listening to this. But, you know, as either one, those who are in Christ – um, I don't know if I've ever met a perfect Christian. So in that route, there's always, I think, if I look to my role models, those who I think model amazing biblical authority, biblical study, uh, they walk like Christ's walk, that I think there's always, I don't see a perfect person in front of me. you know. So I always know that there's something to always better yourself on. And the only way that you're going to be able to do that is if you look back on what you need to work on, and you know, I guess that could be a very uh, in-your-face view of it. But I think that a new beginning is a result of that verse of a, It's a new creation. It's it's new. You can't to make something that's new. If I want to make bread or put together something or create something, there's stuff that happens before that to get it to that point of new. Right. Um, So, I guess that's a long round away about talking about it, but that's what I think about. I just think of like, you don't just spontaneously start something, I feel like. Right. With those who want to work out or make a, you know, New Year's resolution, you don't, if you're in great health, you're not just going to say, I'm going to start working out right now again. Like, there's somebody, you want to kind of better yourself in that way, which is why you're going to set that. Goal in the first place.
0: Yeah, and I've heard people say things such as, you know, I don't do resolutions. I don't believe in them, or you know, it's just another year. That's what it, it's just on paper. And, and I think for 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 anyone out there in those situations, I get that. Um, I think all of us have put resolutions out there and have not stuck to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reality of it is, um, it just allows like you don't have a lot of people start something midweek. Yeah. They start stuff at the beginning of the week. And and the new year offers just a starting point. It is just yeah. another date. I get that. But it's a significant mm-hmm. date because all of us understand that moving from 23 to 24 is going to be offering something. It's a whole new year. Yeah. I mean, for a while, some of us are still going to be running 23 on things and then going, oh, man, I got to either yeah. correct that or someone's going to think I'm nuts, right? Um, and so it, it takes a little time to, to ease into that type of change. But but it is a new year. and. and Change uh, it offers an opportunity to look at change a little differently, and you know, for one thing, I would encourage people if you've never done it. And I'm not a big journaler, and so whether you write it down or just take some time to think about, it, just just sit back and say, what lessons have I learned in the past year? You know, mm-hmm. where am I really at right now? Where am I? Where do I feel that God really wants me to be? And then work your way back from that, right? To to take those lessons you've learned to to look at the situation you're in. To look at that preferred future that God has for you, and that preferred future doesn't mean that right now is bad. It just yeah. means God wants to, to lead you into something um, new and fresh this year. And yeah. and as He's doing that, what work your way back and say, what steps do I need to take to do that? I think many times people's resolutions don't work out because their resolutions, to be honest with you, are are unworkable. Yeah. you know, if you're not working out, and I guess we'll all just. Jump into that one, (laughs) you know, to say, I'm going to work out, you know, seven days a week, six days a week, five. You know, how about start with just three times a week? Oh, I'm going to do three times a week for two hours. How about three Mm -hmm. times a week, half an hour, and work your way into these things. And that's how you, that's how you, you know, it's goal setting, simple Mm -hmm. goal setting principles Mm -hmm. to say, make sure that your goals are stretching a little bit, but that they're achievable. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, whether it's working out, whether it's spiritually, you know, people who've, you know, if you've read the Bible for years, then reading through the Scripture in a year. You know, some people mm-hmm. say, I'm going to read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in a year. Um, by the way, I, I would do Testaments in a year, but that's <laughs> just me. I, I think you, you'll get a little more out of it than speed reading. But, but the, my point is, if you haven't been reading Scripture and you jump right in, right, and say that I'm going to read the entire Scripture. I, I had one person say, I've never read the Bible before. I'm going to read the entire Scripture in three months. Now, by right. the way, totally doable— but it's a big stretching goal if you've never been in a Word. Yeah. yeah. Why not break up the New Testament? You can read the New Testament. We're looking at this um, here at Crosswinds as a church. We can, can do the whole New Testament in a year. Do it in five days, right? So have a five-day reading plan throughout the f- whole year. You're only reading a chapter a day. I mean, really, when you think about it, that's like 10 minutes.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
0: And so, and so you say, well, I've been reading Scripture a long time. That's way too little. Well, you can dig into it as much as you want. But my point is, if you haven't been in the Word, don't start with, I'm going to read an hour. If you haven't worked out, don't start with, I'm going to work out for an hour. Um, if you're dealing with issues like we're going to be looking at in this series, New Beginnings, such as forgiveness and so forth, um, start small and, and work your way. You know, for, for, By the way, if you can't start with, I, I trust that God has forgiven me... It's gonna be really difficult to forgive others. And so mm-hmm. this whole idea of, of wrapping yourself, maybe you do a study on forgiveness mm-hmm. and say, I'm just gonna spend some time really looking at what does it mean um, in the Bible when it talks about being forgiven by God and forgiving others. In other words, start bite-sized mm-hmm. and then let it grow. Yeah. And, and you know, here, here's what I do know. Even if you, quote unquote, fail for a day or fail for a week, just get up where you're at and, and start it again. And you'll be so much further in a year than you are today.
2: Mm-hmm. I heard something literally just, the other day, and it was it was eye opening and just the perspective of it. Is you know, I guess we'll take um, we'll take I guess the kind of common commonality here is, is health. So, like, I'm a big dude. I'm 350. I said it earlier, but I'm a big guy. That I've and I'll be as candid as possible. Is it took a good amount of years to get to the stage where I feel like right now. I need to start a better health journey. You know, I'd say 10 years. I'll go all the way back to 18. For me just to, in a moment, say I'm going to go back and expect that the damage that I've done over the course of 10 years is going to be fixed within a year. Right. Is unrealistic. Um, And I think that's when a lot of people, they can – they start these journeys and then they stop, is because yeah. they there's you know you can go into recovery. There's been some some people who go through recovery. I mean, I've I've been through a little bit of recovery in some twelve step programs. Is the hurts that I come in with, the hurts, habits, and hangups I come in with are <laughs> habits that I have developed since I was like twelve. So almost over the course of twenty years, and it doesn't they don't go away in just one 12 step that's a year long it is a constant work to claim the victory over those through a long time because of how long it took to develop those and so i think i can completely echo that one bite at a time of it took a long time maybe for you know if i i think of my you know I'm, i think of my dad he reads scripture to read scripture does he study it? I don't know. But he just likes to read it. And there's sometimes where he will admit he'll be like I what I read I don't understand. I just I just read it to read it. And that's a habit that he's developed. He's read through the Bible like 7 times, but he doesn't remember a lot of it. And he, so he just reads it out of habit. He doesn't read it for study. It's going to, for him being 65, it takes a little bit more for him to study it now because those are things that he's done for so long. Um, And so that one bite at a time, you know, is, I I can echo that.
0: And I'll throw this out there. You know, if you've been reading the Bible for years, maybe that's you. One of the things I found really helpful is I'll read from a different translation in a different Mm. year. Like, you know, maybe I. everyone has their favorite translation, but I'll just say, I'm just going to read it in something different, different translation. Just to get a different flavor, it doesn't yeah. change the teaching. It doesn't change what's written. It just changes the way it's worded. And, and it's amazing how often um, something sticks with me a little more, or I yeah. see something I didn't see before. You know, in and, and order to, in order to have a different outcome, you got to do something different. Mm-hmm. And, and so, what is that different that you're going to do this year to change things? Whether it be in a relationship, whether it be health, whether it be spiritual, mm-hmm. whether it be financial. Yeah. You know, if you're doing the same things financially and wondering why, man, I, I'm just constantly in the hole, well, you're doing the same things financially. You got to do something different, and yep. and I think the reality of it is, uh, change is difficult for for all of us. Really, uh, if you look at the stats, even those of us who who um, who adapt well to change uh, still have difficulty in it, mm-hmm. and we just deal with it better than others. Um, but at the end of the day, change is difficult, and, and so we have to we have to set our mind to the long term reward, yeah, and, and say today is it worth the work now to get there. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's the reality. I I saw a meme one time, Elijah, it really made me laugh. Um, It was this person It showed them working out like a ton. And then uh, all of a sudden there was them. And then these two guys were looking at them who were built a little more like me, not like this bodybuilder, you know, and and they both said genetics, (laughs) you know, like like it was just natural. And, And the reality of it is, yeah, genetics play a role. But, you know, the reality, no one, no one looks... Really well without putting a ton of time yeah. in their diet and a ton of time, in, in, in working out. And so I used to, you know, back in the 80s, 90s, you know, when Rambo was sort of a thing with Sylvester Stallone. If you if you don't know who he is, look it up. You can you can figure it out. But um, you know, every every guy wanted to be Rambo, but no one wanted to get shot or cut. Or any of those things that mm-hmm. that, that happen in those movies, right? You're like, well, I don't want I don't want to go through any of that. And mm-hmm. it's like, we, we're not gonna. And of course, it's a it's a fictional character. Yeah. yeah. But the point just is, so many times we want this, you know, whatever that this is. Yeah. But are we willing to pay the price to get there? Are We willing to take the time? Are we willing to do the hard work of saying what are those manageable goals now, and we mm-hmm. build and build and build upon that, you know? And uh, you know, for instance, relationships. You know, if I'm in a relationship and that relationship isn't going well. And Ryan, you're right. Let's say let's say that relationship has been deteriorating for years. It's not gonna turn around with just one I'm sorry. Yeah. You gotta build trust. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta walk uh, you gotta walk the talk. It's for that a one while. degree rule. Yes. You know, the way
2: to turn a big old ship yep. is yeah, one degree, degree at a time. Yes. Twenty miles down the route you're now. You know, yes. That's a great, so that's, great it's, imagery. Mm-hmm. it's so hard. Yes. And as someone who probably has had way more New Year's resolutions that Maybe audibly I don't say, but in my mind I'm like, well, I would like to do this this year. That has not done that. Mm. Um, that's I would probably say that's the biggest reason is I just don't – I don't set tangible goals. Um, I tried the whole – last year, one of my New Year's resolutions was to read through the Bible in a year. I tried it. I realized I'm reading like two or three, four chapters a day, and I was like, good Lord, this is hard. <laughs> Literally, good Lord. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, this yeah. is hard. Yeah. I was like, this is really, really difficult to sustain. Yeah. And – so that whole new testament thing even if you you want to set those tangible goals you know yeah. that's so much easier than but you know i just i i was only focused on i just wanted to to let people know i've read the bible fully and i think that's a challenge too you know so let's say let's say you're reading and it takes you 2
0: years 3 years good you
2: still got there. Take take the time, yeah.
0: right? Mm-hmm. Don't
2: don't don't don't. And that is true. You get you'll get more out of it the longer yeah. you take. Then
0: yeah, do so it. Do know. what you need to do. You know. And and here's the thing too. You know, I share this quite a bit when it comes to reading scripture. So I'll camp there for a minute. But you know, I had a lady in our church who who couldn't read really well at all, and she asked me if the Bible on tape. She'll so tell you how long ago it was. The Bible on tape counted. I said certainly it counted. And I remember the Sunday she came up to me with great excitement and said, guess what I did last night? I said, what? She said, well, in a small group, we call them Connect Groups here. Uh, At Connect Group, um, I read the passage. Like They asked who would read, and I raised my hand. She had actually taught herself uh, how to read better by listening to tapes, following along in in her written Bible, right, the printed Bible, and then reading with the person reading it until the point to where she had confidence enough to do the other. So not only did she learn how to get into the Word, um, by, by going outside of the written word, but say, I'm going to listen to it audibly, someone reading the written word. But she also taught herself how to read better. And, and I was sitting there going, man, I feel like such a slacker. Like, where have I stretched myself that much yeah. outside of, uh, you know, this, this huge – uh, goal that she had uh, of just getting into the Word became reading, then reading in the group, and then, uh, man, she was just growing crazy yeah. spiritually. Mm-hmm. And you know what? She started to challenge herself in other areas because yeah. she saw this huge success, and then all of a sudden she thought, you know what? That's obtainable too.
1: Yeah, you start snowballing. You do. Yeah, yeah it reminds me like <clears throat> in Celebrate Recovery, we bring up all the time it's Einstein's definition of huh. insanity, which is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different result. Yeah, And I just, I think about that all the time in my own life of like from the littlest of things to biggest things. Like I can echo go what Ryan is saying about how many times I've set a new year's resolution set using that term very loosely. I've decided something just in my mind of something I want to do. How many times I've done that expecting that this is the year that I'm gonna just be able to accomplish it all on my own mm-hmm. you know what I mean like in according to Einstein that's insanity because year after year I set these things in my mind all on my own but for some reason uh, this year I'm expecting I'm mm-hmm. expecting this different result of you know of what I want and I, the same is the same is true for like when we're i've found in my own life when i'm when i'm not intentional about digging into the word but i just tell myself i'm like oh i'm going to read this passage today and then i'm good cuz i did it today you mm-hmm. know or t- like if if i do that too many times and then i start to feel like i'm not i haven't heard from god in a while i'm not you know whatever it's like well yeah but why are you expecting a different result from mm-hmm. Just you going through the motions, you know right? I mean?
0: There's different stages of success, right? So mm-hmm. since we've been picking on scripture and then also uh, our, our physicality, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there is the success of getting to the gym. Like if you if you're a person, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start working out. Getting to the gym is a success. And by the way, I have huge respect for anybody who shows up at the gym. I don't care if they look like uh, uh, Conan the Barbarian or if they look more like me. Uh, if they showed up at the gym, uh, I have success for you. But that's only part of it. Mm-hmm. If you show up at the gym, there's there's people, and if you've been to gyms, you understand this, there are people who like to walk. Now, I don't mean for exercise. I mean, they just walk around the gym. They don't actually do yeah. anything, and then they leave. Okay, you get an A for showing up, but you don't get the result just because you showed up. you got to work out. And I give, I give kudos to anyone who shows up to the gym and starts working out. Um, wherever they are in their level, you know, mm-hmm. and so, so there's some people, you go to the gym, you're like, what in the world? I mean, they are just like pumping iron. And you're mm-hmm. like, that's crazy. But then you get somebody, you can tell, especially in the first of the years, some people are going to come in there. They haven't worked out in, in years, if they ever have. They show up, and, and man, 30 minutes for them doesn't look like the 30 minutes for the power yeah. lifter. Mm-hmm. But it's a success for both of them. Mm-hmm. It's a success for both of them. So you got to work through it. And studying Scripture is the same thing. It's just not, it's not enough to say, well, I just read this morning. Yeah. What did you get out of it? What was your observations? How are you going to apply it? And so that's where I say, you know, where people are like, I just need to read a lot. And it's okay. Some people read fast. Some people mm-hmm. are able to do that. But for most of us, I think reading less... Spending a little more time saying, "Lord, you know what? What do I know about you through this verse? What do I know about myself and others? You know, is there a promise to claim, a sin to avoid, you know, a command to follow?" And really taking some time and thinking about that, and then saying, "Today, how do I put that into practice?" Mm-hmm. You're going to get a whole lot more out of it. And yeah. so it's not so if you if you have your Bible in your hand or on your phone, you get an A. Like that's that's the first step. That's great. Showing up at the gym. But once you have it there, you got to work out. Yeah, and 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 some people, you know, man, I got a seminary degree, I, I have a master's degree. Um, there should be an expectation of how I approach the scripture after all that money and time. Yeah, different from somebody who maybe is new to Christ, new to church, new to the word. Mm-hmm. But we both have our own little measurements, yeah. right? If the power lifter at the gym comes and does what I do, they're not getting an A today. Right. I get an A today if I'm doing what I'm doing <laughs> yeah. because because I, you know that's my level right. Now. And that's okay. It, it, don't compare yourself to others except for this. Unless you see something, an attribute, a quality, and you're like, man, God, I want that in my life. Mm-hmm. It's going to look different in you than them. Then you then you can do that and say, well, how do I get there? But you don't start by just jumping right in. Mm-hmm. It's like my first year here at Crosswinds when I did the 5K, the only time I did the 5K. Never ran a 5K, not a runner anyway, and just thought I would do the 5K, and I couldn't. I could not stand. Well, I could stand, but then I couldn't sit. And if I sat, it was hard to stand that whole night. Yeah. And we had an event here at the church. And I wasn't being rude, but I couldn't get out of the chair. People came up, "Hey, I was a new pastor. I've only been here for like mm-hmm. three or four weeks." Hey, and I'm like, "I'm really sorry. I ran the 5K today, and I shouldn't have done it. And I'm in so much pain." Mm-hmm. That was so ridiculous, right? Just to think I could just get out there and do that thing. Um, I should have worked up to it's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And for all of you out there, whatever your goals are, work up to them. And and and, and it may not you may not even be able to do it in a year. Yeah. You know, if, if you're sitting here and say, "Man, I always wanted to get a certain degree." Out of school, you're not doing any year, probably. Yeah. You know, lay it out there. But but I do want to say this if God's leading you to do something, do it. And and if you're sitting there and and you're not sure what your next step is, let us help you do that, you know, as crosswinds, help us come alongside you, especially when it comes to your walk with God. Um, but I I would also throw this out. If if you're not serving and and you want to know where to serve, why don't you ask where people need to serve? Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, just start there. Well, I don't know if I'm going to do that long term. You don't do it long term. Just make a make a short term commitment. You know, I'll make a commitment for six months. I'm going to serve here. I'm going to, or this school year, mm-hmm. or, or whatever, and just jump in. If you're not in in relationship with other Christians, get into a connect group. Well, yeah. I've been praying about it. Been praying. No, no, stop praying. Just get into the connect group. <laughs> you're not going to disappoint God by being a part of a connect group. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're somebody out there who has the ability to be in a one-on-one discipleship with somebody, you don't have to pray real long about that. God's not going to go, no, I don't want you pouring into another person, or I don't want you being poured into. There's some things you just don't have to, you know, if you haven't been baptized, like, man, I came to Christ, I have been baptized, but I'm sort of sitting back and just waiting for the Holy Spirit to nudge me. Here's your nudge. Sign up for baptism. You know, whatever your next step is, just jump into something and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially those things that are no brainer. If you're wondering if God wants you to read the word, He does. If you want, if you're wondering if God wants you to grow in praying, He, he does. If you want to, you know, for me, uh, if I, I'm sitting back, I'm like, God expand my love for people. Is that really what you want, God? No, no. I don't have to I have to ask that question. God teach me how to love people even more, like Jesus. Um, there's some things we make just so complicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, God, do you want me to take care of myself physically? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to take care of myself, uh, you know, spiritually? Yes. Do you want me to take care of myself financially? Yes. You know, do you want my relationships to improve? Yeah, he does. Don't You don't have to pray about it. <laughs> what you just say is, God, help me in these areas. Don't yeah. overcomplicate it. And get some help. You know, the number of people who won't step in to celebrate recovery because they're like, well, I don't know. You know, it's like, man, just jump into it. Mm-hmm. See what God has for you there. I mean, it's a place where you can overcome your hurts, your habits, your hangups. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great place to start, you know. If, if you're dealing with grief, we have grief share. If you're um, dealing with a with a with a divorce situation, we have to, we have a situation a, a ministry here to help you with with uh, working through the pain and the, mm-hmm. the the disappointment of that. I mean, we have so much to offer, and um, and I don't mean that to say what well, we are the answer. Mm-hmm. I do say that we exist to know God and make Him known, and part of that making Him known is helping people enter into their preferred future with mm-hmm. Christ. And so, as you enter into this new year, this new beginning, this new opportunity, take it as such. Yeah. And so, you know, just as we go around the around here a little bit, Elijah. The final words as we end, in, you know, end the, yeah. end this year, twenty twenty three,
1: head into twenty twenty four. I would say just everything you're saying is a perfect segue to remind people that are, if you're listening to this podcast when it comes out, this coming Sunday is the last Sunday of the year. Of 2023, and uh, our our Sunday services here at Crosswinds are virtual, and uh, the team's been working really hard. And um, so, if they show up on campus, it's not going to be open. It's not going to be open not going to be open um, it's going to be on our website and um, the team just a sneak peek has been working hard to put together a um, just a service which is a time that highlights um, some of the things the various ministries that we've been talking about and just how this coming year we want to walk alongside you and we want to help you um, so that you can know God and that you can also go and make him known and so I just' um, I know the team is looking forward to to seeing how that goes. Um, this coming Sunday if you're listening to this as it comes out but um, I just I, on my own life I just my encouragement to anybody listening would be um, just even more than you even could have thought possible this last year um, God's plan is continuing is always going to be perfect and he wants to, um, he wants you to experience Him and His presence and His goodness that He has in store for you, and so um, just just be intentional in how you how you spend your time with God, and um, and don't miss it because He's got He's got so much in store for you um, this coming year. Yeah,
2: I would say that I I I do a good job throughout my life making excuses, and I think a thing that I've grown to understand and I'm not perfect at it is and it's really hard is understanding that anytime that there's a new beginning to start that there is a portion of humility that takes place in and knowing that and it could not be that your new beginning comes out of a place of bad or or something that needs to to be worked on but like there's there is an attitude of humility when starting something knowing that Whatever I had been doing wasn't working. And so my encouragement is – well, my prayer for you is that we can take positions and postures of humility to go into – and to take that whatever step it is. Because some people – we'll go back to the health thing. Some people, it may just look like five setups a day. Some people, it may just look getting up and walking down the street and back – Um, Some people may not. Some people may look like start training for a marathon. I don't know. But like it takes a moment of um, clearly, and I'll now relay this to Christ, is we can't do it on our own. There's no possible way we can do it on our own. So whether you go from the health or to this, to what we really want you to get out of this is a, a spiritual growth out of it is... Christ, God is going to be walking alongside you, no matter what. It's just if you want to turn and face Him and walk alongside with Him and let Him lead. Yes. We do so much. We're really, really good at thinking we're leading where we want to go. And as someone who for a long time thought that they were doing the right thing, leading their own life, come to realize that turning around, I'm just seeing Jesus waving at me saying like, hey... You know, let's let 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 me do this for you. I'm I'm ready to do this. I just encourage, you know, to know that the, you're not going to be alone in the journey. And there's people and there's a community here that truly desires. I've been a part of this community for a long time, as staff and not as staff. Is this is a community where people want to walk alongside of you um, because they have experienced it. And so, you know, that's my echo to you is, you know, take a po- take that position of humility and and understand that you can't do it alone, and that's okay. Yeah,
0: that's totally. In okay. fact, it's it's normal. Yeah, you know, I, I, I a couple of things come to my mind. The first is this is sort of a closing thought. I at one time saw a um, a book, and it was how to how to go from the couch to a five k. And I didn't read the book, but I'm guessing one of the first steps is to get off the couch. Mm-hmm. You know, and it reminds me of a, an old proverb that says, when's the best time to plant a tree years ago? When's the second best time today? And 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 so the reality, I'm not trying to be the motivational speaker, but I'm just trying to lay truth out there as, as, as firmly as I can. You're not going to get anywhere if you don't start walking, mm-hmm. and so you know um, whether it's 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 uh, calling up a friend and, and saying, "Hey, look, this is what I'm thinking about. Would you just encourage me in this?" Or whether it's uh, you know checking out some things here at the church, maybe it's even going to our website right now, Crosswinds Church, and just seeing what's available to you. Mm-hmm. Um, again, start with a, a bite size. Uh, um, Achievement. So you can celebrate that, then add to it. And mm-hmm. so whatever that next step is, why don't why don't you take that? And then again I just echo what you guys said. We wanna we wanna be there for you. Yeah. We wanna help you with that. And so you don't have to do it alone. You really can't do it alone. God's created us to do life with him and each other. So let's, let's take on this year together. Let's mm-hmm. take on this year together. And uh, although this week's service is uh, viral, uh, the next week is our beginning of that New Beginning series. What a great time, actually, to maybe say it's a six-week series. Six weeks is not a long time. Maybe your commitment for this new year is I'm going to be at every one of those six-week services. And if you can't, yeah. by the way, it's online. Um, so you can actually live stream it or see it throughout the week. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to explore this New Beginnings, and and, and maybe that's your – your first goal of the new year. And you can, I don't say just check it off the list, but celebrate. After Mm -hmm. six weeks, I've been a part of the study with with my brothers and sisters in Christ here at Crosswinds. If you're checking out the things of Christ, come check out the things of Christ for six weeks and just, man, say, man, I've done it for six weeks here. We're going to talk about what it means to be a Christian, a growing Christian. If you're looking at the things of Christ, what a great series to be a part of. So I hope to see you there. For now, join us next week. Uh, Next week, we have a really cool topic we're going to be looking at, something we're super excited about starting here at Crosswinds. And so – Take some time, if you can, to to tune on in and be a part of that. As always, thank you for letting us invade your space. Uh, We we don't take it for granted this podcast isn't for us. We're we're hoping it could be helpful for you. If it is, great. Uh, If it is, share it with a friend or family member. Uh, Remember, head on over to crosswinds.church. That's where you find out all things about this podcast and Crosswinds related. But for now, as we end this year and head into the new one, be blessed and bless others.